Recently, I was working with a family, and one of the goals that was set by the mother was that she wanted to change some some behaviors, change some habits, some routines. Uh, she had a list of things that she wanted to do with the family and for herself. She said, starting January 1. And this is like the, the biggest misconception that, that most people have about the new year's resolutions. She didn't want to, she didn't want to put a title on it. Like, like most of you don't like doing with relationships, but it was a new year's resolution. She wanted to make some adjustments. She wanted to improve her overall lifestyle. And so she wanted to, um, you know, set this goal of January one, she's going to make these changes or start implementing them. But let me, let me edify y'all on something. And and I knew this in my graduate studies, there's lots of things that I remember from the graduate studies, but of course, I don't know, uh, you know, who the author of my textbooks were, I don't know where it stemmed from, but I do remember this well-known fact about how to change your behavior and your habits. So check this out. The simple Google search, on average, it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic. 66 days to be exact. And how long it takes a new habit to form can vary widely depending on the behavior, the person, and the circumstances, like motivation. The intrinsic motivation, I believe, is probably one of the most um, like profound uh, to actually implement the change. So what is that saying? It says that you know, for you to lose weight, what do you have to do? You have to have a plan. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start uh, running. I'm going to start doing cardio. I'm going to start lifting weights. You have to do that 66 days consecutively. Uh, 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 let me take that back. So consistently for 66 days. So if your regimen is to work out three days a week, five days a week, you have to be consistent that 66 days. You don't have to do the same thing every uh, every day for 66, but you must be consistent in the plan that you originally had. And it takes 66 days to formulate these new patterns in our brain. So uh, I kind of knew about that uh, previously. So, you know, years ago, 2017, 2018, around the time I graduated with my master's in psychology, I read and it really stuck with me because, you know, how can you forget something so, you know, so impactful like that. And so as we gear up for this next, you know, this next the year coming 2023, now it's November, but in 2023, it's less than two months away. We have to start implementing the changes that we want to see now. We must implement them right now to see them formulating early January, 2023. I, I do this this segment almost every year for the past three years, I should say for you all, for us to change our behaviors and our behalf, our patterns for the new year, we have to start in October, start in October, start right now. Those who are listening to this podcast right now, therapy swag radio, you can um, feel free to listen to any episodes on therapy club, shameless plug. But you all need to start implementing the changes before we get to that point. This isn't no start and stop play. This takes practice. It takes repetition. It takes, um, you know, uh, consistency with 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 our routines. So, you know, before you start making any plans for the future, think about what you can start implementing right 
now. I'm going to be back after this brief, brief, brief commercial break. But when I do come back, I'm going to bring to you um, something that has been on my heart. It's about taking action. We'll be right back. Hey, if you're a first time listener to uh, Therapy Swag Radio, I want you to head over to therapyswag.club, click on products. There is a book there. And it's a link to Amazon and you can order that book. You can send it to a loved one. If they are incarcerated, send it to their facility. If someone has children, make sure that you send that book to them because not only is it just a read, it's an intervention for both uh, parents and their children, teenagers. It's also an intervention for those who want to turn their minor setback into major comeback. I tell my story of how I did it, and I give you the skills, tools, tricks, and strategies on how you can do the same thing. So be sure to head over to therapyswag.club, click at the link at the very top that says products, order that book for yourself or a loved one, and make sure it is put to use. Thank you. Hey, welcome to the second half of Therapy Swag Radio. Uh, This is your host, Jeremiah J. Rankins, licensed professional counselor in the state of Texas. I'm also known as Therapy Swag. So, you know, uh, let me give you all some background. I had went through some branding changes. And so recently we had changed uh, my brand, my personal brand, kind of separate, working on separating the two from minor to major LLC and the M2M Foundation. And the reason for that is because some of my thoughts and ideas uh, maybe a little uh, kind of outside of the norm. And so because they're unconventional, because they are so unpopular, I wanted to separate the two. And so I had a branding team, a marketing team, PR professionals uh, c- kind of just help me separate the two so we don't clash when it comes to my professional license and the deals that I'm sorry, the ideas and the thoughts that I share uh, for myself. They're independent from each other. And so um, that, that's where therapy swag comes from. Uh, my my social media is about to change from, uh, you know, minor to major TX, which is Texas, uh, to therapy swag. Everything therapy swag that is separated from my business brand. So we're just going through some changes. So you all rock with me on that. It's still minority mindset, helping people win in this unfair game of life. But I am your host, Therapy Swag. And so uh, the second part of uh, this episode is is really geared towards setting goals. And, and before you click off and before you just get turned totally away from the topic, I want you to listen. Because so many people take this for granted. I'm going to tell you a story about how I was able, for one of the reasons why I was able to go from uh, prisoner to professional. I was released in 2009, went to college, uh, went on to get my master's degree and do so much. I, I accomplished uh, speaking with the utmost humility, all praises due to the most high. I've been able to accomplish a lot of things for myself and I'm, I'm getting ready to uh, you know, take it to the next level. But let me tell you this story that I have. I was uh, in a provisional license state. So a lot of you don't know that when uh, you go through the, the the LPC, Licensed Professional Counselor route, not only do you need to go through two, two and a half, three years of your master's program, I think mine took two and a half, um, but 
not only do you have to go through the four years of bachelor's degree, undergraduate, then you go through your master's degree, and then you go through all the bells and whistles of, of uh, taking the your licensing exam. Uh, you know, you, you just go through all these these steps, right? Then you have to wait an additional, at minimum, 18 months before you can become independently licensed to practice. One of the most rigorous process ever, most expensive process ever to get a professional license. It's rigorous, y'all. And so, um, nevertheless, I went through it and I was in a provisional license. Day. I just got licensed and now I want a professional uh, professional job. So I wanted, I wanted to switch it up. I was in the uh, mental health hospitals, behavioral health hospitals for a long time. Uh, worked at several inpatient facilities in, in Houston, Texas. And I wanted to I wanted to do some more community stuff out in the community. And so I, I found this gig where I can go into the schools and I can provide services uh, rather in the home of these youth or in the in the uh, in the actual schools. I can visit their schools during the school year and meet with them. This was uh, through a third party, an agency in Houston, Texas, and they had a contract with HISD, the, the, the local Houston independent, one of the largest, largest, uh, school districts in the country, United States. But anyway, so I, I went in there and I applied for the position online. Of course, they called me in to do the interview. I smashed the interview. I got hired on the spot. I got offered a position and hired on the spot, of course, the 90 day period. And, uh, I disclosed I had felonies and, you know, uh, you know, all that, you know, jazz, and uh, we still went on with the process. I went through the training. I think I was there like three days, two or three days. And uh, I went while they while we were waiting for my fingerprint to come back. Uh, you know, I was I was, you know, going through all this training and stuff. Well, fingerprint came back and it said, hey, look, uh, this guy's got felonies. Uh, he, he was released from prison in 2009. Just uh, everything robbery. I mean, it, 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 it told all the business. Right. I was expecting it. I thought I was good. Hey, I disclosed this. Well, they fired me. They let me go. They let me go because they didn't want to risk those contracts with the school district. I understand it's not okay. It's not fair. Neither is life. But, you know, that's why I have this podcast so we can talk about how to win in this unfair game. So later on, when, when I got the phone call, I think I was off. It was later on in the evening time and my supervisor gave me a call and she said, you know what? Listen, Hey, I'm so sorry. And she gave me this, you know, it, she sounded really empathetic. She sounded really empathetic. I, I guess because she was an older black woman, she could identify with me. She felt bad because I have this professional license, but uh, I was still being held back because of the convictions. It was almost 20 years prior. And so I could feel it in her voice her energy through the phone. She said, listen, I'm so sorry. I, I, I have to let you know that we have to let you go. Uh, your background came back. And so the higher ups, um, out in Louisiana, they said that they didn't want you, uh, you know, on staff, we, we couldn't have you on staff because of your felonies. And so I said, okay, that's fine. Um, you know, really nonchalant, casual, cool. I expect this. Unfortunately, I expected it. This is what I come to. This is my reality. I expect stuff like this. And so, you know, she turned me away and she said, you know, good luck to you. I'm so sorry. We're going to give you your, your, your paycheck or your pay for, you know, the three days you were here in training. Bless my game. When she wrote the check to me, uh, she didn't deduct any taxes. And so, you know, 
it, it was really cool. She just gave me a personal check for my time and, and it was really cool. I appreciated that. And uh, that was a huge blessing because of the thought, not because of the money. I mean, you know, $600 wasn't much when, you know, you need a job, you need money, you got, you know, but it was the thought that was, it went really far with me. But anyways, let me tell you, at the end of the conversation, she said, look, we're going to pay you all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Good luck to you. I'm so sorry. Hey, but let me ask you a question. I say, sure, go ahead. How did you get so far? I said, well, what do you mean? Like, um, with my license? Like, what do you, well, yeah. Like, how did you, how did you, how did you get your license? Like, how did you get here? And I told her there's there's so many things that people can do, not just a convicted felon, not just someone who has uh, been to prison, got felonies, uh, you know, got this background. But there's so many things that people are capable of doing, but they never test their boundaries. They never hit their limits because of that mental, that mindset. And so we have to learn how to break those barriers that 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 put a ceiling on our potential. I tell that story because I had a goal. I had planned. I still have goals and I still have plans, but part of my goals was to become licensed so I can be put in a position to create impact in the lives of youth, in the lives of people who are uh, incarcerated or coming home from incarceration or uh, have felonies on their background. I wanted to not only have the lived experience of selling the dope and robbing, kicking in doors and, uh, you know, just doing some of this horrible things out in the community. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a bad person and I've made mistakes. I'll continue to make mistakes, just not the same ones that I've learned from. So not only do I have that lived experience, but I have the education, the training. I have the additional, uh, the foundation to support that I am the person to service my population. And so she was, um, you know, she was kind of shocked and she was amazed at how I had come from zero to where I was, you know, I mean, let's be honest, we're outside of being homeless, being poor, living in ghettos and, um, you know, some of the projects, prison is the lowest form of society. How did I go from prison to professional? She would see me walk in. I had tie on. I was very professional. I, I presented differently in my language, how I speak right now. My overall presentation and how I dress, how I... Uh, moved my swag. It was just, you went to prison? Robbery? You? Right? And so my point is this, I had a plan. I had goals. I had things that I had written down. I had spoken into existence. I would, um, I've had, um, what is it? The vision board. Y'all, I've had so many different tools and, 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 and techniques and how I've established the plan to become the professional that I am today. And you should do the same thing. All my listeners, everyone who is under the sound of my voice, I don't care what your monetary status is, your societal, um, your I'm sorry, your economic status is, I don't care what tax bracket you are in, you need to have goals and you need to have them well-defined and written down. Your goals do not need to be monetarily. They don't ha need to have a monetary value. They can be weight loss, self-development, healing. 
It can be um, goals for your children, your family, your home. It can be little things to big things, but you need to have them well-established, written down, and then create a plan to execute your goals. It needs to be a roadmap to your success. I can't wait for the documentary. I'm going to have a documentary. I, I can't tell y'all too much, but I, I can't wait. I can't wait because, you know, when you watch a true story of how people have implemented some of the things that they talk about, like I, I don't, I don't come on this podcast just to blow air, blow steam, get, um, you know, recognition and build up my platform and make money off of sponsorships and, and ads. No, it's not the goal. It's to create impact. It's to create impact folks. But, you know, the only way the impact is, is, is made is if you do your part in action, taking action, I give you what you need to do to be successful. Think about, I want you to think about this for a second, folks. I want you to think about this. Really think about this. What if I didn't go to prison and I had those five years back that I spent near in, in prison, five years? What if I had that and I used that five years to study a, a trade, a skill, a technique or something? Um, I learned something, how to be a YouTuber. Like right now I have 7,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel and I, I really started pushing that YouTube channel during the pandemic, two years. Think if I started that YouTube channel Back in 2005 or six or seven, 2009, when I was released from prison, think about where I'd be. All right. So we have to take action, put action, action, action into play. And it starts with the mindset. It starts with the mindset. So I had, I had alluded to, you know, think about what I the capability I have, the the accomplishments that I would have if I didn't have the weight of a criminal background and history on my shoulders, if I didn't have the weight of not working for five years, not having any skills. Well, I worked in commissary. I worked in the kitchen. I worked in the, the fields. I did janitorial stuff. But, you know, just think if I if I didn't go to prison, where would I be with the school with the skills that I now know? The self-development, enhancement, enrichment, education. Educate yourself. You can learn anything you want. Yourself. Y'all, I, I think about sitting in prison five years. And I, I taught my, myself Spanish the first two years. Two and a half years I taught myself Spanish. But, you know, upon when, when I was released in 2009, I stopped practicing. I stopped using it. And a lot of those skills have went away. But besides that, what if I'm going to throw something out there? If I studied diesel mechanic, if I studied plumbing, if I studied computers and, and technology, I don't know. But think about how much I would be advanced and, and informed. There's so many prison attorneys. There's so many prison lawyers and they know their stuff. Writ writing and case law and man, these folks know they stuff. One of my uh, one of the people I was really trying to get an interview with is uh, Sean Hopwood, S-H-O-N Hopwood. He did federal time for robberies, bank robberies. He is now uh, a practicing attorney. I think he is teaching at Georgetown University out there in Washington. 
there's another one. There's another attorney uh, who is uh, Tara Simmons. She's in public service, uh, like House Representative in Washington State. And uh, she did federal time in prison as well. And so, you know, these folks had plans. They they were beasts in prison. They were studying, they were learning, and they were becoming experts in their crafts while they sat and they studied, they self-developed. But I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of off course, but you all, it's the, it's the fact that you have the power to do so much, so much, but we're distracted from everyday life. I've got mouths to feed. I've got to take care of my children. I have to go shopping uh, for food. I have to, uh, you know, get my oil changed. I have to do this. I'm just tired at seven, eight o'clock at night, and I don't have any time for that. I need, I need my self care. And in the midst of this thought process, you're watching uh, 90 Day Fiance, Claudia. You're, you're watching these, you know, these, these, these shows, these uh, Desperate Housewives, or oh man, that's old. Or uh, what is it, the the Kardashians? You're you're watching this stuff and you're 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 wasting time. And then you're gonna look back five, ten years and you you're gonna say, I should have, I wish I would have. I'm not happy. So, folks, you you have to make sure that you have a plan, and you're willing to make the sacrifices. The last part that I'm gonna talk about is making sacrifices. For every progress that needs to be made, that that is going to be made. There needs to be sacrifice. There needs to be sacrifice. What happened with uh, the Civil War to free the slaves in the South? There needed to be thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives that ended, were killed on battlefields. So the progression of the United States would be made. That's a, that's a little bit gory, right? That's a little bit too much. Well, I mean, it is what it is. When you talk about progression, think about the many sacrifices that are made for the betterment of something, the outcome. There was sacrifice made. What are you willing to sacrifice to to get your goals, your needs met? What are you willing to give up, whether it's time away from your favorite show, your, your time away from sleeping? You, you sleep two hours less at nighttime. What are you willing to give up? Family time, quality time with family. That's a sacrifice. Well, the benefit needs to make sure that it weighs that sacrifice, of, of, of course, in that scenario. But folks, I wanted to make sure that you listen to the two things that I really wanted you all to catch and gather from this episode. It's one, make sure that you take action by planning. Have goals and your goals, set your goals create plans for each one of those goals. How are you going to accomplish those goals? Take action. Take action. And the second thing that I wanted you to also take away is that we are so much more capable of doing great things. We are, we are, are capable of exceeding our expectations, but you have to push the limits. When you push those limits, you're going to run into brick wall after brick wall after brick wall. And every time that you run into a brick wall, there's another one that's coming up ahead. And you're not going to be able to see the finish line, the success, the rewards, whatever uh, 
uh, value reward system that's at the end of that tunnel, whether it's money, whether it's freedom, uh, whatever it is, it's, it's weight loss, it's uh, feeling better, looking better. I don't know, whatever it is at the end, it's going to be hard to get there because you can't see it because of all the brick walls that are going to be in front of you. I, you guys look at my previous episodes. Some of you new uh, listeners, viewers, look at the previous episodes of how I talk about winning in this unfair game of life. But I've lo- I've taken L's so many times. But the overall journey, the overall, uh, the overall game, I'm winning. In a football game, not every every down you're going to score a touchdown. I'm a. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm an alpha male. I, I use uh, sports analogies. I do apologize, but you know, every time the quarterback touches the 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 football, hike, it's not going to be a touchdown. It's just not. It's not going to be a touchdown. You're going to get four and outs where uh, you've got three downs to score a touchdown, four downs to score a touchdown, and every now and again you've got a punt, turnover on downs. But you want to win the game. You want to win the championship. You want to win that Super Bowl. And that's what I'm doing, folks. And you can too. And it starts with your mindset. Write down your goals. Make sure that you are staying consistent every single day. Every single day. What are you doing to get closer to achieving your goal? If you all do not have written down and established goals, whether it's on a dry erase board in your room, in your bathroom, whether it's uh, in your journal, if you don't have one, it's in your phone, in your notes, and or it's on your screensaver on your phone. You need to be able to look at your goals every single day so you are reminded of what you are moving forward, what you are moving towards. I want you to remember this. and I heard this a long time ago. And it stuck with me, and it is very, very, very strict. It's very intense. If you don't have any goals, you're living to God. You're living to die. After a certain point, after a certain point in life, you reach your prime. What is that? 25, 26, 27, somewhere around there. And then thirty, it's it's you start you know decreasing a little bit, starting with your gut, okay, your metabolism, your hormones. You start dying honestly. So if you don't have any goals, you're living to die. That's what you're living for. Oh, I've got bills to pay. I've got to take out this. I've got to make sure that my kids got this. I've got to, uh, I got to pay these, uh, all this stuff. You're just living to die. You're just living to, to, to be here every single day, breathing and taking care of your responsibility. That's not living. Set goals, y'all make sure that you are setting goals and you are creating plans for each one of those goals. This is Jeremiah J. Rankins, a.k.a. Therapy Swag. This is another episode of Therapy Swag Radio, winning in this unfair game of life. Do not forget. You better not forget. Go ahead and click in your browser, therapyswag.club. Go ahead and save it to your phone, therapyswag.club. Make sure that you join uh, the newsletter, sign up, and uh, be informed of our next episode. I want you all to also rate this episode. I want you to give me feedback on what your thoughts are on what I said in this one and any prior prior episodes. I want to hear your feedback on some of the things that we talk about, some of the topics that I have shared with you all. 
And um, yeah, rate this episode, rate all the episodes, rate this podcast. In general, we're going to get this ranked because the number one goal in 2023 is to create impact. I'm getting to the bag. I'm getting my money. Now it's time to create the impact. Help me do that by sharing this. Thank you.